Today is the day of salvation, not tomorrow. Today. A lot of times we hear this, well, maybe next week. Well, let me think about this. You might not have time to think about it. But it's time to make a decision to receive Christ as your Lord and your Savior. For your loved ones, friends, your enemies can be able to see a change of attitude, a change of heart, a change of speech. Welcome to Somebody Loves You Radio, the Bible teaching ministry of Raul Reese in Diamond Bar, California. We are continuing our study of Jesus' guidance for a richly abundant life. Today, Raul will focus on the very first step, receiving Jesus' gift of salvation. We invite you to keep listening to see that no matter what hardships you've endured in the past or what trials you're facing now, Jesus can bring joy and renewal to your heart when you receive Him as your Savior. Let's listen as Roel Reese begins today's study titled, Seeking True Salvation. If you have your Bible, turn to the Gospel of Luke chapter 19 in the New Testament. It's a story about Jesus heading toward Jerusalem. And He's heading toward Jerusalem, so He has to come to Jericho. Those of you that have been with us to Israel that in order to get to Jerusalem, you have to go from the Galilee behind by Jericho, and from Jericho you go up to Jerusalem. But what's interesting is that Jesus is going to Jericho to go to Jerusalem, up to Jerusalem, to go to be crucified. But it seems that everywhere Jesus went, people got saved. People got saved. He was interested in people. In the story, we have Jesus not only looking for this man, as this man is looking to Jesus, but he can't see him because he's too short. So those of you that are short, I hope the lesson speaks to you. (laughs) His name was Zacchaeus. And uh, there were two blind men that on his way to Jericho, in Jericho, they're calling out because they hear that this is Jesus. So they heard about him already. And they're calling us, so Jesus hears their voice. He walks up to them and says, hey, what's your problem? He says, we can't see. Lord, can you give us our sight? And he spoke a word, and they were able to see right away. That's one thing about Jesus, the miracles and the wonders that he did. But when you go back in history, you go back to the Old Testament, Jericho is the oldest city in the Bible. This is where in the book of Joshua, They came into the city of Jericho, and the Lord told them to walk around seven times. And on the seventh time, what happened? The walls came down as the trumpets were being blown. And Israel took over Jericho. This is the first place as we're going up to Jerusalem. So when you study the Old Testament, you come to the city of Jericho, there's a lot of history, a lot of history. That not only Zacchaeus was there as a taxman. He picked up on taxes. And tax collectors were rich because they took the money from the people. And when they took the money from the people, they would give part to the Roman Empire. The Romans employed them, 
and they fed the Roman Empire by giving them a percentage of their money. The rest they were keep from the people, and they lived in the most beautiful places, built the most beautiful houses. And here Zacchaeus not only is wanting to see Jesus, but Jesus was there for a purpose. Just in your life, my life, Jesus is always there for a purpose in your life. You're not here by coincidence, but Christ has a purpose for your life. I don't know what that may be. I don't know what you've gone through this week, what you're going through this morning, and what you will be going through tomorrow. But one thing we know for sure, we don't have to get discouraged. We encourage ourselves in the Lord. When you discourage yourself or you're discouraged, and you really are not reading the Bible, you're not really praying, you're not really attending regularly the church that you're attending. It doesn't have to be this church. But the devil likes to come in and he likes to depress people. And when people are in depression, they do a lot of things they shouldn't be doing. A lot of people commit suicide. A lot of people take a lot of drugs. A lot of people drink. They think that that's going to take away that depression. And I think that when someone is depressed, if you would open your Bible and read your Bible, I think that depression would leave. Because you would be learning about Jesus. You would be learning about Jehovah Yahweh in the Old Testament. In some of the stories in the Old Testament to the New Testament, we see people just like us going through the same things that we go through. And Jesus is the only one that can solve our depression, our sicknesses. He who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Holy Spirit is saying to the church. We are the church. And some of you are here today with a lot of problems. In your marriage, your single life, in your business. Whatever it may be, you've come to the right place to hear God's word. And when you leave here with God's word, God's word is going to solve your problem if you accept it. If you accept what Jesus has to say to you through his word. And as I was reading this passage, as a matter of fact, last night I was going to speak one of the parables. Because the Lord gave me this message for me personally. So I'm going to give it to you personally. That I think it can help us with Zacchaeus here. Because Zacchaeus is very rich, has a lot of money. But somehow he's heard about the two blind men. So he hears that Jesus is in town and people are following him. He knows that if he gets into the crowd, they'll kill him because they hate tax collectors. Secondly, he's short. So how am I going to see Jesus when everybody is talking about Jesus, but I can't see him? Oh, I know how. I'll climb up a tree and then I can see him. But he doesn't know what he's going to do. Because Christ already has something for him. Let's begin with chapter here, 19, verse 1. He says, then Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. So Jericho is a place that one of the oldest places in the Bible where they used to have wars. And when Israel left Egypt and when Israel came to Jericho before they entered to go up to Jerusalem, They were there, and the actual people in Jericho would not let the children of Israel in. So the Lord said, I want you guys to walk around the city seven days, and I will take care of the problem. So what was the problem? The walls came down, and they were able to enter and take over the city. 
Now at this particular time, Jesus in the New Testament, he's sitting there in Jericho, but one thing is in his heart. He knows that he's going up to Jerusalem to die on the cross. But Jesus is never too busy to meet our needs. Whatever your need may be today, you came here to hear from Jesus. You're going to hear clearly from him through his word. And I like the way he says in verse 1, Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. And then he says in verse 2, And now behold, there was a man by the name of Zacchaeus, who was the chief tax collector. He says he was rich. And then he says this, he was rich and he sought to see Jesus. So first of all, they hate him because he has a lot of money. And you know, when you have a lot of money, it could be a blessing or it could be a curse. Depending on how you take care of your money. You can misspend it in things you shouldn't be buying or investing into. Or you can use it to help people. And every time I've met someone that has a lot of money, those that are really right up for Jesus Christ, it's always are helping people. And God has blessed them. And God continues to bless them. In Jericho, he was very wealthy. It doesn't say anything about helping people or doing good, but only caring about himself. So Jesus heals and Jesus sees him as he's jumping up and down and then getting up into the street. It says in verse 4, So he ran ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, to see Jesus. So already God's working in his heart because he wants to know who this man Jesus is. He's heard a lot about him. The only way to know about Jesus for us is to get into the word of God. You don't have to climb a tree. The gospel's everywhere. Everywhere you go, the gospel. But the Bible is so incredible when you read it, when you believe it, and you use it. And Zacchaeus is going to be one of those people. That he's looking, he's seeking, and he's going to find it. In order to find, you got to seek. You can't find if you don't seek. And we want to seek what's right. We want to seek what's fruitful, what's going to help us, what we can help other people with. And I can just see Zacchaeus on top of that tree looking to the congregation, the people are following him. And the whole time, Jesus is not looking at the crowd. He's looking at Zacchaeus. Just like he looked at you when you came to know him. And continues to look at you and to look at me. He guides us with his eyes. We've come to know him and to see what he sees. When he says here he sought to see Jesus was he could not climb to the tree. Why? Because there was a lot of people and he was short. In verse 4 again, and he ran ahead and climbed up into the sycamore tree to see him. But he was going to pass that way. He already knew. And Jesus already knew that he was up on the tree. This is Somebody Loves You Radio with Raul Reese. Pastor Raul is joining us here in the studio, and we'd like to talk about why we as believers should go to the land of Israel. Pastor Raul? 
I think that people should go to Israel. If they read the Bible, they should go to Israel because they're going to read the Bible different, and the Bible is going to speak to them in such a way that now when I used to read it, let's see, where's Beersheba? Where's uh, Jerusalem? When you read it, you're going to picture in your mind. Jerusalem, the Mount of Olives, the Sea of Galilee, uh, Tiberias, all these places that you're going to and learning about God's Word, you need to go. If you ever want to have the Bible come alive, you need to go to Israel. It will blow you away when you come back. Well, that is a great motive to make the trip to Israel. Thanks so much, Roll. The dates to join Pastor Roll, his wife Sharon, and their son Ryan are April 2nd through 13th, 2024. If you'd like to get more information about the trip, visit our website, somebodylovesyou.com. There you'll also find a way to get a brochure. Now let's continue with the final part of today's study, Seeking True Salvation. Verse 5. And when Jesus came to that place, he looked up and he saw who? Zacchaeus. Isn't that interesting? You remember that time you gave your life to Christ wherever you were? Where were you when you were giving your life to Christ? A lot of times we say, well, I accepted Christ. Well, how did you accept Christ? We feel like, well, you know, I looked for him. No, he looked for you at that time. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here. But he knew exactly what I was going through. He knew exactly what I was looking for. And he knew exactly what I was going to do. Just like you today. Just like you. He knew what Zacchaeus was doing, stealing money from the people. Tax collector. And here, Zacchaeus, as he was on top of that tree, he was watching all those people. He knew they hated him. But something was going to happen in his life today. That's why it says in in the book of Hebrews, today is the day of salvation, not tomorrow. Today. A lot of times we hear this, well, maybe next week. Well, let me think about this. You might not have time to think about it. Or you maybe have been thinking a long time, but it's time to make a decision. A decision to receive Christ as your Lord and your Savior. To get your name written in the book of life. For your loved ones, friends, your enemies can be able to see a change of attitude, a change of heart, a change of speech. Zacchaeus is going to learn this in his own personal life. Because he's not going to invite Jesus to his house. Jesus is going to invite himself to his house. See, he invited himself. You didn't invite him into your heart. He invited himself into your heart because you were looking for someone. Zacchaeus was looking for someone, and he found Jesus. Just like us, we found Jesus in our lives. And it must have been something to Zacchaeus because when he came down from that tree, he was a different person. It says he was filled with joy. With joy. He didn't have that before. He was miserable. He was greedy, covetous. All those things that every one of us have experienced in times past. And at the same time, the poor or the rich, it doesn't really matter. We are miserable without Christ. Without Christ. He says, verse 4 again, 
So he ran ahead and climbed up into the sycamore tree to see him. And he was going past that way, verse 5. And when Jesus came to that place, he looked up and saw him and said to him, Zacchaeus, make his hurry up and come down. For today I must stay at your house. Inviting himself. At this particular moment, as we read, they're criticizing Jesus. Because he's inviting himself into a sinner's house, and yet they forget they're sinners. A lot of times we become critical, self-righteous. Maybe you're here today, and maybe you're up on that tree. And the Lord is talking to you, and he's saying, come down. Come down. I'm going to show you what I can do with your life. You don't know what God can do with your life. You're doing your own thing. You're self-righteous. You think you're okay. I was thinking now, people that are not believers, they go, I don't need Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Well, he's the one that's going to judge you. You need him. You'll meet him. Maybe not a Savior, but you will meet him as judge. You got to remember that. He created you. He brought you into this world to give you an opportunity to know him, to go to heaven. But if you don't take that opportunity, then it's not going to be good. But Zacchaeus made the choice to come down with Christ in his heart, in his life. Because he heard the invitation of Jesus. Hey, I'm come down and I'm going to be in your house today. You're going to feed me today. You're going to be with me. He goes on to declare, verse 6. So he hurried up and came down and received Jesus joyfully. Isn't that cool? Joyfully. He didn't have that joy before. He was probably miserable. He was concerned. What am I going to do tomorrow? Here's this guy. He's talking to people. They're coming to know him. They're happy. They're joyful. All these things are going on. And I have everything and I am miserable. People like that that I've met, they have a lot of money, they're miserable. Man, what a difference it is when they accept Christ. Same people that I've known. Amazing change. Incredible giving to the Lord. He saw that. In Jericho, a lot of poor people. But he never, ever helped anybody. Anybody. Here now Christ is helping him. Bringing him to the light from the darkness. From this point on, Zacchaeus will never be the same. He will feed the poor. He will be sensitive to people. Because of what Christ has done in his life. Come down. Come down to the level of the people. And I think that a lot of times like Zacchaeus, we need to be broken by the Lord. To be broken. When you're a broken person, people can see it. You don't have to tell them. They can see it. And when they see it, they see who? They see Christ. Christ in your life. And I think that's what people saw in Zacchaeus. When he came down from that tree, already the joy that he had, where before he came to that tree, he had no joy. No joy. Maybe you came here today like that. Those watching the internet, maybe you're feeling like that today. 
You don't ever have to feel like that when you come to Christ. And when you're bummed out or you're going through something, Christ is there for you. He goes on to declare, verse 6, and so he hastened, he came down and received joyfully. And then he says, verse 7, but when they saw it, the people saw it, they all complained saying, he has got to be a guest with this man who is a sinner. They didn't look at themselves as sinners because they were religious. But how did they know about sin? He's a sinner. Why is he going to a house of a sinner? He says, verse 8. And then Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, I will give half of my goods to the poor. And I have taken anything from anyone by false accusations. I will give it back fourfold. Wow. A broken, rich man. Broken. I will give you everything, Lord. The Lord was testing him as he tested others in the Bible. One of the guys that was very rich came to Jesus and you know, he wanted to be a disciple. When the Lord told him, okay, go ahead and sell everything and come and follow me. He said, oh, I don't know about that. He left. You don't have to have money. But what we forget, that invitation, it's an invitation for eternal life. Today to get my name written in the book of life. To start a new life. In the light. Coming out of darkness. And that's what Zacchaeus saw when he said that. He says verse 9. And Jesus said to him. Today salvation has come to this house. Because he also is a son of Abraham. Today. Not tomorrow. Today is the day of salvation, the Bible says in Hebrews. And I think that it's important for me to understand and for you to understand this. That he was a Jew, son of Abraham. We are spiritual Jews. When you come to Christ, you become a spiritual Jew. But imagine how Christ must feel. When you give your life to him, he writes your name in the book of life. And it gives you understanding to know his heartbeat. Man, it's so awesome to hear his heartbeat. When you get to know who he is, you can cry to him. You can be joyous with him. And he not only takes care of you, but he leads you and guides you wherever you're going because of his love. Today, salvation has come into this house because he also is the son of Abraham. And here's the key verse. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. You're coming by faith. You're seeking Him by faith. You're being saved by faith. And you were lost without faith. You had no faith. No faith at all until Christ came into your life. And it's so awesome for me every Sunday, every Wednesday, every day to see you come here and to see what Christ is doing in your lives. Throughout the week, throughout the month, throughout the year, the one thing you will know for sure when your name is called, a good and faithful servant, whatever your name is, come in, look what I prepare for you. We will all hear that voice. Look what I prepare for you. 
if you've never received Jesus as your Savior and Lord, we encourage you to take this significant step and experience the same joy that Zacchaeus did. You're listening to Somebody Loves You Radio with Raul Reese. Today's program is available in its entirety by calling us at 800-634-9165. And for a donation of $5 or more, we'll send a copy to you. Just ask for Rawls' lesson titled, Seeking True Salvation. We'd also like to offer you Rawls' booklet titled, Sermon of Sermons. Considering Jesus' foundational instructions for true godliness, you'll learn about the unparalleled spiritual blessings that come from choosing to trust and obey. You'll also see how your faith can be infused into every area of your life, from your relationships to your finances. So get in touch with us today to order Rawls' book titled Sermon of Sermons for just $12 plus shipping and handling. Visit somebodylovesyou.com or call 800-634-9165 to make your purchase. Our number again is 800-634-9165. To order by writing us, our mailing address is Somebody Loves You Radio, P.O. Box 4440, Diamond Bar, California, 91765. This ministry is listener-supported, and we are grateful for partners like you that help us keep sharing the hope of God's salvation. We hope you'll join us next time as we explore more of Jesus' parables. Contemplating the imagery of a fruitful tree, we'll see how our hearts and lives can blossom with abundance as we daily commune with the Lord Jesus Christ. This program is sponsored by Somebody Loves You Radio in Diamond Bar, California.